Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful here with a name you know. Where haven't you seen this guy? WWE, uh, Impact TNA, WCW, the Hall of Fame, maybe? And now you're seeing him at GCW. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe this. I'm talking to Sean Waltman. It's great to see you again. It's really good to see you, Sean. Man, Thanks, man. I, I mean, you know, you, you've read things I've written in the past like man you were a huge inspiration to me as, as a kid and it's it's surreal to be talking to you and man you're back in the ring and I'm I'm pumped for it please Thanks. please tell me how this came about to where you're teaming with Joey Janela against uh Matt Cardona who who sucks at, at he's terrible <laughs> terrible guy and Brian Myers yeah but come on man hey real quick though about Matt and, and Brian and and yeah man like he's He's been a real, like, legit been a real asshole lately, right? Like, sure. Like, yeah. it's really overbearing. And, and what, but, man, you can't deny this guy. Like, you can't deny what he's done since he since he left WWE, man. Like, the NWA world title, all this other shit he's done. And, and uh, so, man, I have a ton of respect for him along with, like, really not liking him very much. Sure, yeah. I mean, he can be a total asshole, but I do respect him. The last time I did an interview with him was in Winston-Salem, and he's like, I've been sitting over there all day, and you didn't come get me to do an interview? And I was like, I'm sorry, man. I couldn't see you behind Thunder Rosa's, like, long-ass line. Like, you were you were just <laughs> hidden back there all by yourself, lonely. I couldn't get you. Then the next thing I know, you're you're kicking people in the face. I'm loving it, Sean. You're, you're back. Yeah, man. You, you mentioned you got another run in you. I'm so excited for this. How did it come about? Okay, so <clears> – <throat> I decide. I decided I was gonna get you know get everything fixed that I could get fixed, and I mean I still have one or two little things on my body that that are nagging me, but whatever. Uh, I feel great. Uh, but you know I decided I'm gonna make a, a bit of a comeback, you know, and 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 like mind you, I understand there's a lot of guys my age and even a bit older that are talking about making comebacks. Yeah. Or are currently making comebacks, and I'm all for all of them. Uh, so, you know, 
uh, there's one more to add to the list right here. <laughs> I mean, so no, yeah. but anyways, uh, so once I got, once I had the surgery and everything's going good, uh, you know, I just got connected with Brett uh, Lauderdale and GCW, man. Like, cause I knew them from, you know, from back East, I worked for them. Uh, well, they just became game changer wrestling. Maybe the last yeah. time I worked for them, but man, you know, that was several years back and, you know, I was, I was having those matches where, you know, I was still able to get in there and do, you know, my four or five greatest hits, you know, as far as moves go. And, uh, and you know, that's kind of what people want to see, but it, didn't, it wasn't good enough for me. You know, I, I didn't feel great about those matches. Um, and I, I didn't want to leave. I didn't want to end it on that. And so I just really dig GCW, man. Like, uh, you know, I mean, they don't lock at like, they try a lot of different things, man. And, you know, some of it doesn't work and, and, and that's okay. You know, uh, I mean, I just, I love their spirit. I love how I feel when I'm around uh, uh, all their, their talent, uh, their roster. And they've all been great to me, man. Like, and, and, you know, and like I was saying, you know, you got a bunch of old guys coming around and like Jeff Jarrett was there and, you know, uh, you know, you know, I mean, but like more guys like like the Jeffs and the and the Matt Cardonas that like one might argue are just there to take the money and sure. Uh, at least Matt is because he makes no bones about it, right? Sure. Yeah, uh, I mean that's what he's all about. And none against Jeff because uh, Jeff and I are are, are friends. Uh, we get along great, but uh, and he looked great at the Hammerstein. Uh, so, you know, not trying to throw shade there. I'm just saying there's a lot of guys my age making comebacks. And so I'm grateful to GCW because they've kind of welcomed me with open arms and, you know, hopefully I can bring some new eyeballs on their product. Yeah. GCW, uh, February 25th, welcome to heartbreak. And you're, you're teaming with Joey Janela who yeah. faced, who faced a guy who's in a, in a somewhat similar position as you recently, Scotty too He had a nice job as a WWE yeah. coach. And he said, uh, you know what? I think I'm going to leave. I want to wrestle again. And mm -hmm. he got all kinds of buzz. I know you were in the ring dozens of times. Uh, with Scotty, uh, like around around the turn of the century, and he looked great. He looked like he was having a ball in there. Yeah, and that's yeah, that's got to that's got to like instill some confidence in you to see the kind of reaction that he's getting. Even well, I, I mean, it, it was great to see it, right? Yeah, and I and I had no doubt in my mind because like I was on a tour with Scotty over in Europe a few years back. Well, it's been more than a few years now, but like. <laughs> He was killing it every night, man. Like, if I had to go out after him, I was worried if I could follow the damn thing or not, you know? <laughs> Seriously, man, he was killing it. So it didn't surprise me that he was still going to be able to go out there and, and, and have a hell of a match. Um, so, yeah, happy for Scott. Happy for him, man. I love seeing the growth of GCW. Like, they're they're very good at appealing to their, their audience while doing things to attract new audience members. And uh, I think this match is one of those things because Brian Myers, Matt Cardona, like they are like WWE branded guys. Like no, yeah. a few people that you would look at more than Matt Cardona and say, that's a WWE guy. Cause like just he, that's all he had been, had done for years and years until a couple years ago. And now he's killing it. You made, several jumps throughout your career and i'm very curious about the process of those like of course everybody remembers that when you came back in 98 
how far ahead had you signed before the time that you, the day that you popped up on Raw and joined DX? Uh, I want to say it was probably a good, if I had to guess, maybe about six weeks. Really? Maybe. Maybe. Man. Yeah. And like, it, I'm taking it kind of a little bit of a stab at because, uh, like, no one knew. I mean, everyone kind of knew that I was probably talking back. And actually, they did know because Jim Ross uh, leaked, leaked what their <laughs> offer was to me. They fucking lowballed me on their first offer, and Jim Ross leaked it to the uh, – well, somebody leaked it. I'm not going to blame it did, completely on Jim. Did he do it on his hotline, or did he do it to, like, Dave? No, it just got out in the you know okay. in the newsletters and whatever, sure. and, and I get it, man. It was a it was a negotiating tactic, kind of. Anyways, so yeah, uh, but besides that, like no one knew for sure, and even like the day I showed up, Eric was still surprised. Yeah, apparently, I was. I, I'm pretty sure. I was gonna ask you like, how did that first meeting with I assume it's Vince, probably Jim Ross as well, uh, at that no. time. Like how man, there was like a couple of phone calls. Really? And then I had my people talk to their people. That's so fascinating to me because I hear about a lot of this stuff now because I'm reporting a lot of these people that are getting signed. And like back then, like I I wondered like how much more was Vince involved. But I I would imagine you two were on such a familiar basis already. Yeah. Yeah, that and, and and you know, it was it was Paul that that uh that reached out to me because, you know, I mean, obviously he wanted, he wanted to continue the DX thing. Yeah. And it was kind of, you know, I mean, I, you know, who knows how it would have worked. It would probably have been just fine with, you know, if I didn't come, but like, come on, let's be honest, man. <laughs> like me coming and, and joining DX really like helped out a lot. And it helped me a, a lot too. So to the, yeah. To the contrary, do you remember your first meeting with WCW or your first conversation with WCW when they brought you in? Because I mean, it was all done through my agents. Oh, that's, oh boy, yeah. that's that's so like today you don't. I mean, there's there's starting to be more agents, but like for the last ten to fifteen years, there haven't been. Did, right. I mean, were you happy to just delegate that and be like, man, get me the best deal? Yeah, because they're shrewd and I'm like, I just, I love, I just, I'm just happy to be here. And like, they know, like, I'd do this shit for free. Well, I get one time I would. Yeah. I mean, that's how much we love it, sure. you know, like, and they take advantage of that. So you got to have somebody doing that for you, man, if you want to get the best deal for yourself. But the thing is, man, not just everyone could go, hey, talk to my agent. Yes. If, 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 if you don't have any like leverage, if you're not very well known, like, Chances are they're going to go say, they're going to say, you know, pound sand. So, so it's just, you know, it depends on who you are, I guess. Of course, that was that was shortly after the curtain call, which you weren't a part of, but right. I I haven't heard I much. Gonna to, I was going to have to pay uh, for that, <laughs> even though I wasn't there, though. Vince let me know. So I'm, I'm interested to what your reaction was, because you weren't there. But when you hear about it, are you... I mean, is it first from Vince? Is it from one of the guys that are involved in it? I was I was in rehab when that happened, mm-hmm. in my very first uh, go round at rehab, and so like Scott called me, like we were all in like the whole time I was in rehab, and like we all you know they were already leaving, and 
Sure. You know, I was trying to leave, but I got stuck. But, uh, like, they were on the phone with me, you know? Uh, we were talking. They were always telling me what was going on and talking back and forth. And Scott's the one that told me about the curtain call, you know? Man. And, like, he didn't, you know, at the time, they didn't know what the real fallout was or exactly how much heat they had with certain people. But, you know, I get it. You know, like, uh, I understand the reaction, the negative reaction from some of the other talent. Let's just put it that way. But in hindsight, like, what, it didn't hurt. It didn't hurt anything. I want to stay on the topic. It was, self, it was really self-indulging, though. Sorry, I didn't yeah. mean to interrupt Oh, you. no, no, it's okay. But while we're on the topic of, of you guys, there's a match specifically that's it's one of my favorite matches of all time. I look back on it so fondly. You and Razor against Diesel and Sean on Action Zone. I yeah, religiously man. watched Action Zone. Like, that's that I wasn't able to stay up and watch Raw. So I watched like Action Zone and Superstars. And that With match. Charlie Mann. Yeah. And that I'm match hits. Man, that match hits Action Zone. And I'm like, what's what's going on? Like, I'm watching Buddy Landell on this show last week. All due respect yeah. to Buddy Landell or, or whoever it may be. Like, did you all know you had something special, like, in the ring? Because anybody who's seen that match, it makes, like, a permanent impression on them. So it was a real, like, that That was at White Plains. Yeah. Westchester, Westchester County Memorial. Uh, or Westchester Memorial, it's called. And uh, it, we ran that building to death, Sean. <laughs> I mean, we must have done TV there every other week, it seemed like, or at once a month. It was just, and those people had seen everything, and then some. And that night especially. And we were on last, and, uh, or at least, like, almost it end of the night like it was the people were spent man and we got them and, and and we knew man after that match that we crushed it and like looking back at it and and uh i'm really proud of that it's one of my best matches i've ever been in and honestly man as far as wwe tag team matches go it's one of the best they've ever had by far one of the best they've ever had and i just looked there were six television tapings that day so you all were at the end of exactly. six TV tapings. Yeah, that yeah is, we still got them. Whew, that is unreal. I, I'll never forget that match because as a kid, I'm like, this match is happening on Action Zone? Like, what's like? I knew I wasn't getting usually like the biggest stars and the biggest matches on Action yeah. Zone, but I was just I was happy to see it. And then that unfolded. I'm like, oh, my God, this is. Hey, so here, the thing about that match is uh, – we went against conventional wisdom. Like, yeah. like, so, uh, razor ended up taking the heat in that. And usually that's my job. I mean, I took a little bit yeah. of heat too, so he could come in and boom, boom, boom. But like razor took the heat and I made the big hot tag. And it's, it was just, that's kind of backwards for how we usually did it. But yeah. you know, uh, man, it worked so good. I remember J.J. Dillon telling me that at that time, a lot of times they'd put new guys in with you, and if they couldn't work with you, they weren't hanging around. And basically, if like they they could tell like on facial reactions that it's like, did, did they work well with Sean? If not, they're not hanging around. Did you know at the time like that's kind of what was going on? I mean, not like to that extent, you know. Like yeah. because honestly, honestly, Sean. I wouldn't want that pressure like like hey yeah you're the guy that fucking thumbs down uh so and so and they didn't get a job at like 23 right. or 24 years old 
I'm like, oh, geez, that's not like, I mean, I appreciate like them having that much faith in me, but man, that's not the kind of pressure I want, like, I want to have on me. Like, I don't want to be known as the guy that like, you know, caused people not to get a job. Sure. I mean, were there people that you were in the ring with and you're like, oh, they ain't getting hired. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, I no, 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 not. Oh no, they ain't getting hired because like, not not just because of you. Just, you could just tell they didn't. That it wasn't going to be a fit. I just knew I didn't have chemistry with them, and it, and the match wasn't good. Sure. I never thought of. I never thought about this is their tryout match. I was just trying to go out there and have a good match. And the thing is, Sean is I always did with everybody. Yeah. Like I never tanked it in there with anybody, or you know, like you know, it was important for me to have a good match. You know. While I mentioned earlier, I mean, this guy kind of falls in that, that category. And I mentioned superstars in action zone when you were in the ring with Chris Hamrick and that clip pops up about once every couple of <laughs> years. And you know exactly yeah. what I'm talking about. The, the Hamrick bump had yeah. like, how familiar were you with that specific spot that he did before that? <laughs> what was your reaction to what he told you he was going to do that? I'm like, okay. I mean, I was, I kind of laughed and I was like, yeah, really? You serious? Like, okay. I mean, you know, cause I do crazy shit too. That seems crazy to other people. And I'm like, okay, man, if you, you say you've done it a bunch of times, because I also don't want to be the guy where the guy goes out there and gets hurt working with me sure. too. Right. Um, but I mean, so yeah, there, that's, man, you see that a lot. Right. And, and gifs or whatever, or gifs, whatever you call yeah. them. But, uh, uh, there's a, like that match, like he gave me a really good match. Not just that one spot, man. Like there's some other, like I did some kind of cool shit in there that I didn't remember doing. Like I, I hit an exploder suplex. I didn't, nobody even called it an exploder suplex at the time. Right. Like that. So, I, I loved like stretch muffler for the finish yes. on the guy. Yeah. I think like 94, 95 WWF is very underrated in the ring. Like, you you might watch a show and Marty Jannetty power bombs Chris Candido off the top rope. Like there there was like crazy stuff that like just that I couldn't believe was happening there. Like package pile drivers from from the women on the show. Like stuff that you wouldn't see them doing today. They were pulling off in like ninety five and yeah, you had Medusa, and freaking Bull Nakano, oh, people that, like that that were killing it, man. We never wanted to follow them. The one after Mania, the the Raw after Mania, Medusa or uh, Alundra Blaze and Bull Nakano. It's one of my my favorite uh, Raw after Mania matches ever. It was so good. Like that oh, era, yeah. I encourage like younger people go back and watch that because it was so incredible. Uh, a match from that era, I've always been like curious about. There's bootleg footage of it, but you all did a Royal Rumble at MSG in '94. And Owen ended up winning it. Do you remember like why they did that and like, like anything about that match? Something different. I think it was just. I think it was the match Tony Helm and I got hurt in. Oh really? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? 
The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Yeah, both. I mean, not not we didn't get hurt together, but both of us ended up going to the hospital. I uh, I did a spinning head scissors with Nash, and I did, and something just went wrong, and I I tore my uh, partial tear in my media collateral, my right knee. I've Nothing got, that required surgery, but it was like I was out for like five or six I, weeks. I'm like I have your thing pulled up here, and like yeah, you were out like five or six weeks after that. That's so, yeah, I, mean, I missed the Royal Rumble. I missed the the Providence oh, Royal Rumble. Because that yeah. was like a week later, so I'm sure you were supposed to be in that. Yeah. Man, that's, yeah. that is a bummer. Uh, like, what are you what are you, <laughs> you going to do? It ain't, it ain't ballet, as they say. And you had mentioned, like, you would have been in this year's Royal Rumble if asked. Like, did you yeah. speak to anybody there, like anybody in WWE, about possibly doing that, or did they reach out? No, so all I just all I said, and it's probably similar to what I I just saw RVD saying. Like I just told him, "Hey, I'm gonna be ready if you guys want me." Yeah. But like I just told him, "Look, also my feelings won't be hurt if 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 you don't sure. like." Is that, I'm but I'm but I'm I'm making a comeback, regardless. Like I mean, I'm happy to do it in the WWE ring, but like, I'll be fine either way. Well, I think it's. Almost, it's very similar to like Scotty Tuhati. I talked to him, and he's like, "Yeah, I left there, but I would do the Royal Rumble if they asked." You two are both yeah. guys that you know would get reactions for very different reasons that haven't like they haven't went to the well a million times. Love, love the Hurricane. They've done that a bunch. Lo- uh, yeah. Tommy Dreamer's been in every battle royal the last ten years, but like we haven't seen you guys do that. So I'm hopeful that eventually that'll happen. Do you have a timetable on this return? Like, or are you just like, I'll go until I don't feel like going anymore? I'm just like, first of all, like this Friday, it'll be my first time back in the ring. And, and we're going to like, I'm just going to see how I feel in this match before I start mm-hmm. making any big plans moving sure. forward. Right. Uh, but I have tentative plans, some good shit, man. 
Yeah. And it's not like I don't have a like, okay, I'm going to go out there and do this for till the end of the year and then I'm done. Like, I mean, as long as I feel good, I'll still do matches. But like, yeah. you know, I'm not going to like, I don't want to go out there and just be all over the place. Like, I, I want them to be special matches, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, I'm so excited for this match. Joey Janela uh, is, he's an entertaining fella. I, I he's inter- brilliant, man. He's he is. brilliant. I interviewed yeah, him and, once. And he's also and he's also put a lot more work in recently yes, on other has. things besides just the 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 matches and the creative stuff. Like he's gotten his body in good shape and and you know, man, he's been on me about like you know, uh he's been wanting to have a match with me, like, you know, for of course. a long time. I just saw I, I said I don't do singles matches anymore. Like yeah. So that's so, so singles matches are out of the question for you, or you just well at the time at the time like oh. uh, let's see how I feel after this. I mean, he had a decent one with Virgil. I'm pretty sure he could have one with you. Oh, gee, thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? I interviewed. I interviewed Virgil. It was the worst. Oh, buddy, it was so bad. It was so bad. Oh, but uh, I, you know, he was at you know he was at Hammerstein at like. He's a dude. He's a good dude. Oh, he but, is a nice dude. Oh my dude. god, man. He won't shut the fuck up, man. I think he's a he's sweet guy. People crazy. He is, but it's like, oh my god, he just sometimes you just got to sit there and then take it all in and like not be, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's virgin sometimes. So, I as I I've also got something pulled up. List of NWO members. I want to do a bit of an exercise with you. You know the, the the name six given to you because you were the sixth member of the NWO, right? Is that is that correct, or is it one I mean, plus two Eric, plus three? Eric kind of like never really a hundred percent confirmed any of that, but he kind of alluded to it being something like that. So I want to ask how you felt about the following inductees into the NWO. Like, I, I want to know what was maybe going through your head. Like, oh, this is a good addition, or. Maybe this will get watered down, and we'll start with Virgil. Vincent was brought in. That was one of the first that wasn't like a direct jump from WWE. There was yeah. you, DiBiase, Nash, Hall. How did you feel when a guy like Virgil's added? Yeah, but Teddy came first, didn't he? Yes, Ted Ted came, then uh, the, the Giant, then you. Or actually, they had the fake Sting, too, yeah. who I also interviewed. Wonderful guy. Yeah, uh, Jeff Farmer's a good dude. He's yeah, a great dude. He was dude. my tag team partner and at the Osaka Dome. And, like, he saved my ass, too, because I told him, I said, if anyone gets me in a Boston Crab, you come in and take their head off. And he fucking did. He's still jacked, Is man. I, I did an interview with him a couple years ago, and Scott Norton was right next to him. And Scott Norton, like, ran in to put him over. over he was like, you have no idea how over this guy is in Japan. He is. He was bigger deal than me, man. And like I was like, no, I'm I'm getting the win in this match. And like, really, man, he was more over than I was in, in, in the Osaka Dome that night. Like, I should just let him get the the W, man, instead of complaining like a prima donna. How was how was he to work with over here? I mean, I I gotta be I honest. With him here. Really, you didn't. Only only had a tag match with him in Japan. I was. It was. It's weird. I was actually starstruck to interview him because I was like, "Will he want me to interview him about being somebody else?" You know what I mean? Because most of the questions yeah. I had 
for NWO Sting stuff. What else would you talk about? He was wonderful. He was yeah, great. he was amazing. Let, let's talk about another interesting inductee, Kyle Petty. Do you remember Kyle uh, Petty? Yeah, because I was actually a pace like I was at I was at the uh, in the pit crew for the NWO card Daytona one time. That's the Bush awesome. Series. Yeah, he seemed like a nice guy. Like it, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like you know having. Wasn't like he was on TV every week with us. Yeah. So like I think that those kind of those kind of things were kind of cool, man. I like that. But you know, you were asking about Virgil, and and it just seemed to make sense because Teddy was there. Yeah, that makes that yeah that does make sense. Then we added Miss Elizabeth, who everybody just likes, and I I, I personally as a kid I was like Kentucky royalty, so I'm gonna be a fan yeah. no matter what. But also. So many people knew her from WWF that it made a lot of sense to me as a kid. Oh, yeah. I was, come on, that's Miss Elizabeth. Yeah. You are right. She's royalty, and uh, it made nothing but sense to me. So then there were two that weren't from WWF. Buff Bagwell, Scott Norton. They would end up teaming together and a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. Were, were you on board with that? Were you like, yeah, let's bring some WCW guys in there? Because the way that it had been portrayed before was like, well, we know where these guys came from, and that's yeah. why they're buddies. Hey, so we were like, we were more stoked to have Scott Norton. Yeah. To be honest with you, but uh, because I mean, just well, I'm a Minnesota guy, and I know, like, and you know. We knew how what a stud Scott was in Japan. I mean, he's just a stud in general, but like in Japan, it was it was great to have him on our team because it just it gave us more you know star power when we were in Japan. But hey, man, Buff Bagwell he held his own, man. He yeah. carried his end of the of the uh, of the deal, and they were both and they were both really over, man, in Japan. And, 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 and we needed that, you know, because we had that deal with them over there. It felt like NWO added a lot of legitimacy to Buff Bagwell, too. Like, he yeah. but he went from, like, white meat, babyface, American male, thumbs up, to, man, he's, he's kind of cool now. Yeah. And yeah. We did see a couple guys that didn't work out great for. The former IRS and the former Big Boss Man, Big Bubba. And... Bubba. IRS Mike Rotundo was another one of those guys that, like, in Japan, he was really? over. Believe it, yeah. See, that's that's so fascinating because being on the internet shortly after that, you would always hear, "Oh, they're over in Japan. You're over in they're over in Japan." But I couldn't like I couldn't easily just pull up footage of that right. and see them being over in Japan. Yeah, exactly. And the, the thing is, but they were over there a lot. You know, I yeah. mean, we had guys over there like almost full time. It seemed like, man, and they were making so much money on that deal, Sean. <laughs> I would say so. I would Holy say they crap, were. Man. Don't even get me started on the side t-shirt deal they had going. I heard. I heard Bischoff talk about it on on his <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Bischoff's show is a really good one for like like that business aspect things of things. Like there, there's so much good stuff there. You also you mentioned Minnesota earlier. Yeah. Like that area, we see it a lot today with like Cleveland. Like there's a ton of people that come from that specific area. And when I would ask people from Cleveland, like, what do you think cultivates such like immense wrestlers from there? I had one guy say, 
you got to be tough to be from Cleveland. The cold weather, the shitty sports teams, you got to be tough emotionally, you got to be tough physically. What do you think it is about Minnesota that, that cultivated so many, like, I mean, you, Rick Rude, Scott Norton, uh, Kurt Hennig, the Road Warriors? Hey, man, like, I appreciate you, like, mentioning me in the same sentence as those guys, but I am no Rick Rude, uh, Road Warriors, or... Like, you you I mean, can bench in. You can bench more than any of those guys. I wanted to be like them so bad. Like I used to. I used to bounce in a few bars in Minnesota. And like uh, I used to get in a lot of fights because I wanted to be a tough guy like them. It was ridiculous. So, uh, but yeah, man, the the cold weather has a lot to do with it. That man, there's just an attitude, man. There's just an attitude up there that they have. You know, and they don't have a monopoly on, on you know, producing badasses, but, you know. They I did mean, well. Yeah, because, like, Tampa has had its share, too, man. Like, like the Brandon Bull, uh, Paul Orndorff. And yes. Dangerous Dan, the left-hand man, Spivey. And, you know, I mean, there are some badasses in Florida, too. Dick Slater. Oh, yeah. As, as we wrap up, because I want to save some for future interviews as well, because I know I've jumped everywhere, but this is the first time I've sat down with you virtually. I did a few minutes with you at uh, StarCast a few years ago. Yeah. Where'd you learn your kicks? I'm always fascinated to find out, did somebody take Taekwondo? Was it, like, where where was it? Yeah, I started Taekwondo when I was 10. That's, that's, that's man, that's yeah. such a foundation. It the per- it's, the, it's the perfect martial art for kicks when it comes to integrating it into pro wrestling i always like, like if you just did muay thai you'd kill somebody yes with, with your kicks i mean you you know right you're like, throwing I mean, your hips did, all the way into it and, yeah man you kick me yeah destroy somebody i always encourage like parents like if, if you want to start your kids off on something start them like with maybe jujitsu or taekwondo yeah you're probably wasting your money with karate uh, I mean, catch wrestling's a good one, obviously. If if you got yeah. a catch wrestling class or something, I just felt like cur- like karate and taekwondo were were ex- very similar. Like, cause yeah. I did I, I did both. I did some like Kyokushinkai karate. Well, that, yeah, it's a little bit different. And a than... lot of the techniques were the exact same. Yeah, I mean, some weren't though. Some were there. There were a lot of like instructors out here that were your typical like forty five year old, big bellied dudes, and you're like. I know you've never competed before, but if you can find like Kyokushin or Taekwondo, I'm like, man, give me, give me that all day. So I, I look some at- of the Kyokushin guys might take offense to me saying it's like Taekwondo because yeah. like really Kyokushins are bad motherfuckers. Like Andy Hoog. I don't know if you know who that is. Oh, of course. Of course. Yeah. But I mean that, that exists in grappling too. Like when I would go to uh, Billy Robinson seminars, he would yeah. be particular about not using jujitsu terminology. He'd be like, like it's a wrist lock. <laughs> exactly. He'd say yeah. only Kimura can call it a Kimura, or you can only call it that whenever he's doing it. He would, he would be very specific about that type of stuff. It's always fascinating when you find out like which style like emanated from where the similarities and the differences from them. But I always looked at your kicks and I was like, I wonder where he developed those from. Oh yeah, that was it. But even then, man, like you'll see a lot of guys, Sean, like in the past, and like they've done a way better job these days. But like in the past, there would be some legit martial artists that just couldn't figure out how to do it, and in, in, you know, in a pro wrestling match to make it look good. Boss Rutten said one of the worst he's ever gotten hurt was one of the few like pro wrestling matches that he did. 
Boss Root was great pro wrestler. He was, yeah. And I mean, that's... He could have been a really big star in pro wrestling. I think so, too. Especially, I mean, my God. No, no closed fist, no problem for that guy. Like, that's... Yeah. That... Dude, are you kidding me? I'd rather get hit with just about anybody's closed fist than I would an open hand from him. No kidding. And, I mean, Man. that's that's one of the reasons I think he would have been so big, because the closed fist is banned in pro wrestling, but you'd almost rather get hit with his closed fist than his open hand the way that he threw them. I think Pancrase, when they were talking about open hands, they were talking about slaps, not palm heel strikes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. Guys, GCW, welcome to Heartbreak, February 25th. Sean Waltman, man, it's always incredible to talk to you. I could pick your brain about wrestling all day. I'm so excited to see you and Janela against Myers and Cardona. Yeah, on Fight TV. Yep. Because, and, you know, there's a pretty stacked undercard, too, man. Like, Wag, Dr. Wagner Jr., somebody I used to wrestle in Japan a lot, out of Mexico. We were around each other a lot. Uh, uh, Speedball Mike Homicide. Bailey and Ninja Mac. I can't wait for yeah, that man. one, too. Ninja Mac's legit. He's incredible. He is. How many incredible. different styles of martial arts does that guy do? That, di- that dude is unbelievable. Like, when I see him pull this stuff off, I'm, I'm, I'm in disbelief. There's also Jacob Fatu and Juicy yeah, against the Briscoes. Man, you want to. Yeah. That's going to be just people beating the shit out of each other. Yeah. Uh, you, you know you're going to see a good GCW scramble there. AJ Gray's working on the show. Nick Wayne and Blake Christian. Uh, there, there's going to be a, an incredible show there. And GCW keeps rolling on, man. They, they've got a – this is, this is the, their year, I think. Like, they're going to make uh, an impression on an awful lot of people. Yeah, man. I'm just glad to be a part of it. I know it sounds kind of corny or whatever, but, you know. Well, we're gl- I think I picked, I think I picked the right people to do this with. I do too, and we're glad to see you a part of it, guys. Check it out, Fight TV, GCW. Welcome to Heartbreak, Sean Waltman. Thank you so much, man. Thank you, man. Until next time, guys. We're out. I'm always so excited to interview Sean Waltman. He was one of my inspirations growing up. One of those people that I think is is timeless in the ring. You know, you, you're you can always trust there's going to be a good match whenever Sean Waltman's in the ring. And that trust is important. You know, like when you're surfing the web and you want that security with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Don't worry about hackers and that unsecured Wi-Fi when you're traveling to your next GCW show or those people in the crowd. Probably some hackers in there, too. NordVPN.com slash Fightful gives you that peace of mind when traveling, and you can access content from over 59 different countries by changing your virtual location with just one click. Buy pay-per-views a little bit cheaper. Subscribe to services overseas a little bit cheaper, and you can use it on all your devices, whether it's a phone, TV, laptop, desktop, even your router. NordVPN.com slash Fightful has you covered. Right now, they got a great deal and an additional month free when you use NordVPN.com slash Fightful and a 30-day money-back guarantee. If NordVPN isn't for you, no risk whatsoever with NordVPN.com slash Fightful, and it's the fastest VPN in the world. Check it out, my friends. You will love it. I use this every single day. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.